Uh, okay then, let's get started. Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> we've been talking for a while. We have, we've been talking for a while about stuff that wasn't gaming and now here we are and it's like, what's going on? I was going to talk about the competition at the beginning of the show. And I realized now we're at the beginning of the show. I was in no way prepared to do that. Uh, so I might edit a bit in afterwards or something like that. We'll see. Hi, everybody. You are, in fact, now listening to that bit that I re-recorded later and then put in at the beginning of the show. This is it right now. We're living it. Um, so I've been over the posts and everything, and I have picked out... Um, James Billington has won... Burnout Paradise Remastered. There you go. Well done. Thank you, everybody who retweeted our posts. Uh, it really is a massive help. We're trying to grow our audience and let more people know about the show. And so you guys retweeting us and sharing our Facebook posts is a great help to us and uh, really brings more listeners in, which is wonderful. So thank you, everybody, for your help. Uh, we don't have a competition to follow this up with because sending out games every week is an expensive business. Um, oh, my computer's just made noise at me. Just going to turn that down. Okay. And uh, what was I saying? Yeah, so we don't have a competition, but please do retweet us and share our Facebook posts. Uh, like I say, it's a massive help. So thank you to everybody that entered the competition. Uh, James, if you could just get in touch on Facebook and let me know your address and whether you want it for Xbox or PS4. And uh, yeah, cheers, everybody. Back, There's a show now. There's a whole podcast that follows this bit. So have fun. Bye. Now, I don't know how to turn this app off. Oh. Anyway, let's start off with news, because that's what we're all here for. In a section Mike's calling, you walk north into the courtroom, you are likely to be eaten by a Gru. I don't know what a Gru is. Oh, come on. Sorry. Do you want to... No. No, okay, I'll look it up no, later. No, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only, only Gru I know is the one from Despicable Me. Oh, yeah, me God. too. I'm... How is this happening? I'm the youngest person here. A Gru is a sinister lurking presence in the dark places of the earth with insatiable appetite. Its favorite diet is either adventurers or enchanters. Its appetite is only tempered by its sphere of light. There you go. I went out of the way to use a, a fucking reference <laughs> oh, it's older from than Zork. me. It's from Zork. No, it's Zork. No, I've no, never no. played Zork. <sighs> Not one. Do I strike either of you as anyone who's played any more than you know has never played a minute of Zork? There's, do you know what? That those, there's no reason to play games like that now. They're just ah, uh, text adventures. Too much. Just don't. I'm really angry with you both right now. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not angry. Just disappointed. <laughs> what what what's this thing with Neantech then? <laughs> They're settling. 1.6... Oh, yes, they had a Pokemon Go festival, didn't they, a while ago? Well, um, they tried. Yes. <laughs> they and tried, really. Tried it, went, it went very, very wrong, and some arseholes are suing them. Um, I, do you know what? I, I'm not coming to Niantic's uh, defense over this. They, they fucked up a thing, but I... I greatly don't like the people that are like i had a bad day out i should sue somebody like, 
you went mm. to a thing and it was shit. Deal with it. That that doesn't result in a lawsuit. It's a twenty five dollar ticket fee. Just just write that off in your life. But some of them had to go outside. That's well, they shouldn't be playing Pokemon Go then. Really, that, that's a terrible that's game it. to play if you want don't true. want to go out. That I, is true. Yes. Yeah. But, I used uh, to play yeah. it when I went outside. It made me go places I didn't want to go, so I stopped. That mm. was that was it. I played it when I went. I went outside and played it, and I did. I find zero corpses, no stars. You know, literally unplayable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so this that, is some sort of. Cla- I think this is a class action by a bunch of people. Um. So they'll all get like, of that, you know, one million, one and a half mil. They'll all get like six pound fifty. What a waste yeah, of fucking 20, time uh, and effort and everything. I hate this. This this is a just an <laughs> unpleasant story. Oh, your your Pokemon Go festival wasn't as good as you hoped. Oh, come on. Come on. Just I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about that. I, I just did the math and thousand of the festival goers uh, are members of this lawsuit, which they aren't. Uh, they would about $75 each off of this. So Well, good for them. Yeah, it doesn't really actually say how many people were filing against them, but yeah. Quite frankly, any is too many. Lindsay Lohan loses appeal against GTA 5 makers using her likeness in-game. Again. Oh, Lindsay. <laughs> Again, I'm disappointed you didn't use my headline, you fuck. Sorry, uh, what was your headline? Lindsay Lohan loses laughable likeness lawsuit. Lol. Lol. Okay, that is better. Lindsay, this I is didn't just... see it. I'd, I'd already clicked on the article. So I, I woke up for this. Okay. This I. <sighs> Sorry. So here's the story. Right in 2013, GTA Five came out. Fucking hell. Okay. <laughs> Don't say that. Yeah. In it was 20... like five minutes ago. In 2013. The best-selling game in this country last week was released. <laughs> and oh, you know, we give them a hard time for that graphic <laughs> of games released, but you know, fuck it, they don't need to. They don't need to bring out anything new. It's GTA Five. It's their Skyrim. <laughs> exactly, it's their Skyrim. And in it, is it now? Is it the just the picture at the beginning? Um, no, it, uh, right. it is that picture. Uh, although that picture sparked fierce debate over, like, who is it actually supposed? What celebrity is that actually supposed to be? There was a whole bunch of them, you know. I, I could, I can't actually rattle off the names because I don't know any of them, which I'm actually proud of. But there is also a, uh, there is a character in the game who is a. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm trying, I'm gonna try and use the, you know, the PC terms rather than uh, where my mind immediately goes to. She is a vapid, empty-headed celebrity who you constantly have to aid her in escaping from uh, self-made, self-created issues involving the paparazzi. Yes. And she talks about all this bullshit. So there's a couple of missions with a character like that. And Lindsay Lohan saw this horrible, horrible caricature <laughs> of, uh, you, know, a, you know, a terrible kind of person to be and thought, that's me. Give me money. Yeah. Uh, and Rockstar were like, I think it would, you know, I think that they would almost, it almost would have been fantastic if they had, if they'd just gone, yep, no, you know what? Here's some money, Lindsay. 
<laughs> you stupid, stupid asshole. It, it's it, what's so funny is that it was not meant to be her. It's a sort of generic, yeah. vapid starlet character, which, which she just she what makes decided. it so much delicious. Yeah, <laughs> it it's... really does. It really does. <laughs> That's a yeah. Oh. That, yeah. I mean, oh. I mean to be it's fair, fun. there are there are several people like Lindsay Lohan who could have put their hand up and said, "Hey, that's me." Exactly. Uh, but they were all slightly clever enough to not do that. Yeah, they thought, "Oh, it would be a bad thing if I chose to associate myself yeah. with with that." Or they still but, had a yeah. publicist or something like that. I I don't know who's who's representing Lindsay Lohan these days or indeed what she's doing. Um, uh, she is mostly getting her top off at this point. Okay. I think she was mostly getting her top off at that point also. Uh, her career had, you know, even in 2013. I don't know. Here's the terrible thing about people is, I don't know what she is. No. I, I, was, I think... was she a, a singer? She was a Disney kid, wasn't she? Hang on, I'm bringing up her Wikipedia. Yeah. She, yeah. she seems like a Disney kid. She was. She's she a train wreck that has become her life. She totally seems like she should have been a Disney kid. Well, Wikipedia says she is an American actress, businesswoman, fashion designer, and singer. Right. So she's basically pointless. Signed to Ford Models as a child. Uh, she's been on things, was in Freaky Friday. Oh, I don't think she was a Disney kid. Right. Lohan remained in her role on Another World. Right, that was a Disney thing. And then she okay. was in The Parent Trap. Yeah, all right, okay. I thought she was a, a Disney kid like Britney or Christina Aguilera or Kurt Russell or Keanu Reeves. <laughs> uh, but no, she was just in some Disney stuff. And uh, my favorite Lindsay Lohan story is when Harry Styles of One Direction confessed that he got really shit-faced one night, went round Lindsay Lohan's to see if he could fuck her, and she turned him away. And when asked about it, she said, oh, I didn't know who he was. I <laughs> would have totally changed things. Not, not, I don't shag random drunk men who turn up on my doorstep at 2 a.m. No, no, that's not what she said. She said, if only I'd known... He was Harry Styles of One Direction. He'd have got his knob wet, but no. Oh, well. Hmm. Classy chick. Classy yeah. chick. So she lost this lawsuit, which she filed, and now she's lost the, you know, she got battered, and now and she decided to appeal that decision, and now the appeal has completely fallen through. Uh, unanimous vote, six to zero. Um, and so it's over now. Yeah. Oh, she was in Scary Movie 5. Five oh, years ago. Five. Jesus Christ, they really did. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that series. Uh, yeah, bad films. Beat bad that films. In, yeah. Well, first beat one that was into good. First, second one was okay. Third. I, 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 just I, I, I disagree. I think the second one was one of the worst films I've ever seen. Really? I had yeah. been a long time. Yeah. All I remember is Tim Curry. Really, really awful film. But unfortunately, Lindsay Lohan won't be getting any GTA 5 money, of which uh, I believe there is a big pile, but she's not. There seems to be. Yeah, yeah she's not getting any. So we'll move on from her, because Kansas have passed an anti-swatting bill named after victim Andrew Finch, because Americans somehow like to name their laws after people. 
Yeah, we don't we don't really do that over here. Occasionally, a anyway, we've got a couple. Like, we got a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So this was the dude who got swatted. He had absolutely nothing to do with the you know the online thing that caused the swatting. He was just a random person whose address was given out. Uh, All right. So yeah, the yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. This guy did nothing. <laughs> this guy did absolutely nothing to deserve. Uh, not that anyone deserves to be shot by armed police arriving at their house. Still, I'm, you know, it's it, being America. It it's gotten considerably more press as to the fact that you know bad video gamer caused guy to die rather than police officer shoots on armed man. Yeah, they don't. Who like, answers the door? Yeah. Um. So yeah, okay. Don't, don't question that. Um, so generally, yeah, swatting, fucking horrible thing anyway. And so I don't they, hear about it much in the UK. It happens. Do, do you remember I sent you that, that, uh, Top Hat Gaming Man video a couple of weeks ago? Oh, yes, yes, yes Neither I did. Of you really, I, could, I could not make it through. Yeah, you didn't like it. But my, what the reason I bring that up is that guy was swatted last week. Bloody hell. He Whoa. was, he was on Twitch and suddenly there's a bang on the door and it's a few police people who've received reports of loud domestic violence coming from his house, whatever. And they but go the thing and, is, when he answered his door, were, were there, you know... Well, yeah, that, that this is the difference. ...who said, hello, sir, we've received some reports. Yeah. Or was there a man saying, you die now? Well, that that's just it. Two policewomen or two women police officers went in his house and had a quiet word with him and met his wife and... Uh, and then they left, <laughs> and nobody was shot or even threatened with it at any point. So, but that that was swatting, and they've got he's got the whole thing on video because he was streaming on Twitch at the time, which is is you know sort of inconvertible, in, yeah. inconvert in you, words, indisputable Rich, proof. You, you've gone robot again. Have I shit? Okay, let's move on then. Okay, microtransactions to be removed. From Middle Earth, Shadow of War, and the world shrugs and goes, I've gone about that game by now, mate. <laughs> they stuck him on an eagle and fucked him off to Mount, to Mount Doom. <laughs> yeah, like, phew, what, Shadow of War? That's so 2017. Oh, God. Who Absolutely. cares now? Yeah, who cares? Yeah. It's like fidget spinners. Absolutely. Yeah, it my might little sister well. walked in. My little sister walked into the room last night with a fidget spinner. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Get back to last year, demon. Yes, that's that's right. what it is. So, Shadow yeah. of War, meh. It was it's this was one of the games that they fucked up with loot boxes. Yeah, um, but it sort of it managed to uh, it managed to sort of skid under the you know <laughs> you know. It, well, it, do you know what uh, the, this the, the EA you know backlash yeah. really took the focus off this one. They're lucky it happened because they Absolutely. were front and center with this one for a couple of months, and then EA were like, "I'll oh, hold my beer," and <laughs> you know, then we got what we got with with Battlefront Two. Uh, yes. But this was every bit as bad, and now they've basically said, "Hmm, do you know? I think microtransactions do fuck up this game. Let's remove them altogether." No shit, Sherlock. What but I think, yeah, I don't, I don't, here's the thing, part of me was like, well, I I really enjoyed the first, you know, I mean, you played it last year, the first Middle Earth uh, yeah. Shadow yeah. of whatever it was back then. Uh, shadows, they changed so much. Uh, but I was curious to try this out, and when it said that they were taking out the microtransactions, I was more curious, and then I thought, well, 
this game does seem to have been designed in a very real way around those microtransactions. So if they just rip them out, I don't think that it's going to make it necessarily any better because you're going to be able to sense it by its absence. You know, you're, you know, uh, the absence of something that was once there often leaves yeah. a hole, a shadow, if you will. Absolutely. Um, so, because people obviously were complaining that without doing the microtransactions, the game was incredibly grindy. And so unless they're also addressing that, it sounds like the game is, if anything, somehow just going to get worse. I, I think they have. And I might be prepared to try this maybe next year if there's some sort of game of the year edition that has any dlc and all of this update in it already uh but other than that no yeah i mean as well i mean about it being grindy as well because i know that when when this game first came out and we talked about it Mm -hmm. they were saying about oh this game's got three it's got three different currencies because you know one's the microtransaction one and then there's two in the game so this is just basically a game of spreadsheets now because i've got three different currencies and an incredibly grindy like rts light kind of division management you know army management sim going on so Whereas the first game is sort of a sub Assassin's Creedy open world, do things how you like it kind of game. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, how can we really suck any fun out of this concept? I know all of these things. So yeah, I mean, really- yeah, I just realised the first Shadow of Mordor game. It was uh, it, actually quite ahead of its time because it's very Assassin's Creed Origins like. It's Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed meets Far Cry. You know, it has the sort of assassin's creed third person gameplay but they combined it with you know a very far cry uh area clearing you know guide post uh type thing so whereas the second one they just they really fuck that yeah, yeah. so i i i honestly think and would say to our listeners don't fucking buy this game I could see it becoming part of like a you know <laughs> games with gold or playstation plus sometime yeah. in the next year I could, I can, I could see that happening. So mm. yeah, do, do do not expend cash unless you can get it for like a, you know, on a three for two or something like that. Do not expend cash on this because I really feel like they'll be giving it away soon. I think you're yeah. right, Mike. Well, obviously that doesn't need to be said. But uh, uh, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I just object to the notion that in some way these games have to be played. And so that there's things the company can do to make them better than they were so that we want to play them. And the truth is, fuck off. I don't need to play your Star Wars game. You don't, you don't get a free pass just because you can put Darth Vader in something or just because it's Lord of the Rings. And I'm not that into Lord of the Rings that I'm buying mm. anything with fucking Lord of the Rings written on it. Um, So I, I don't want to play these games ever. If you've, you know... Come at a game with good intentions to start with, and I'll be more interested because there are plenty of people doing that, and I'd rather support them than uh, Warner Brothers who realized they fucked up by being too greedy. And it is also where we're talking about how they managed to hide in the, you know, in the wake of EA with the Battlefront 2 thing. It is also notable that this comes just a couple of weeks after EA massively restructuring battlefield with the microtransaction or battlefront with the microtransaction thing so it seems like they're very much trying to use them as a meat shield 
Like, I, I've been playing Axiom Verge all week. One dude yeah. made that, and he deserves every fucking penny he makes from it, as far as I'm concerned. I agree. And I'm, I'm happy that he got twenty two ninety nine of my money. I'd have been happy if it was more. And, and so I'm sorry, Warner Brothers and makers of Shadow of War, but you done gone fucked up, and I've already <laughs> left the building. Sorry. You know, I, the only thing that I'm kind of glad of, since this is Warner Brothers, I'm kind of glad I got the, like the full Arkham trilogy before this microtransaction bullshit came to the front. Oh, because I really yeah. enjoyed those games. What did you do? <laughs> yeah, that was is he dead? What am I still? Am I gone now? I thought you. No, did I mean, I, did, was it maybe the sound of me cracking my knuckles? You heard that was probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, I'm impressed. The mic picked it up. I, I thought Richard dropped a thing. No, uh, no, no it was me cracking my old lady knuckles. Sorry, I'm relatively Ooh, still right knuckles. now. That sounds like an awesome, like, all-girl uh, country and western band. Uh, old, old lady knuckles. Old lady knuckles. Yeah. Or a shitty That's my wrestling Sonic name. <laughs> I can see that. Um, yeah. So I'm just glad I got the the Arkham series out of the way before they started doing this bullshit. I mean, maybe this means we are coming out of the microtransactions war. Whatever. Maybe it was just those few months, but we'll see what happens going forward, I suppose. Like 3D films. Yeah, like 3D films. Just, we're done now. It was a thing you came up with for a while, but we're done now. Anyway, we'll call that the end of the microtransaction <laughs> conversation then. This, yes, is, this show's going to be that. fun to edit, I can tell you that much. Oh, I so envy you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in other news, Valve removed Steam Machine section from the front of Steam. This is a sad day. It's not at all. No one cares. Well, well, I think Steam Machines were ahead of their time. I think they were never quite part of our timeline. Like, it was... <laughs> have, you ever, have, have you ever seen Fringe? I yes. see if you'd said Community, I would have been with you. I have never seen Fringe. Fringe is great. You'd okay. like Fringe. You you would enjoy Fringe, I think. I have the entirety of the American Office to watch. Oh, watch that. Be- watch. that Yeah, skip season okay. one. Skip season one. I've already but- seen season one. Oh, the right. awkward, yeah. awkward copy-paste of the British Office, which didn't quite fit. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's our favorite TV show after Star Trek. Whatever. It's all on right. It's on all the time in this house. I will write you. I can write you the script. Have you watched Parks and Rec? Yes, I have, yeah. I, right, okay, because oh. it's going up against that as one of my favorite shows. Oh, I wouldn't like. Yeah, I would. I would pick The Office, but I do have right, a okay. special place in my heart for Parks and Rec. It is a special Th- show. That is another show that I've seen all the way through twenty-seven times, which is <laughs> Same here. And again, skip uh, season one. But you know, it's it's just one of those. Absolutely. Things. In fact, you could skip season <clears throat> two as well of, of Parks and Rec. But you know, yeah, maybe so. Um, it's <laughs> it really gets good when Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe arrived. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. I was so sad when he left that show. He was brilliant. I know, role. but they did manage to carry on really well, though. Absolutely. But this is not <laughs> when why they jumped here. ahead to the mystical year of 2017. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, Steam Machines. Yes. Um, there were two reasons for the failure of Steam Machines. One has sort of been solved now, and what's interesting is the other one is kind of going to be solved in a few years time uh the first problem was hardware it was getting a you know a pc shrunk down into 
a console sized case and not having it be shit. Because the problem with full PC hardware in a case that size is to get the full PC performance, it's going to run quite hot. In a case that size, you, that means you need big fans, which means you, it's going to be really loud. So you have that you know, choice of, you know, it's not going to be, unless you lock it away in a cabinet, which is then going to make it even warmer, <laughs> so the fans are going to have to spin even faster, you're never going to be getting the full PC performance out of it. Yeah. That's kind of being solved now. There are some really great, uh, in the past couple of years, there have been some really great small form factor cases uh, and configurations. There's some really clever ones which like use the the actual case as part of, uh, it basically turns the case into a heat sink mm. just, to, just to try and get, you know, those temps down to, to make the, you know, the hardware not have to, you know, work as hard and make the, the fans not have to blow as hard. The second problem, and arguably the biggest one, was that in order for Steam machines to work, they had to run, they couldn't include a copy of Windows because then they would each one would have to include a 100 quid Windows license and it also wouldn't have the convenience of being just the Steam machine, which was kind of the whole point which meant it had to run on Linux. And that's a problem. Yeah. That's a big problem because for developers to add support for Linux, it's a lot of effort for very little return because most Linux gamers, if you know, if they are, or most Linux users, if they are gamers, they'll also have a PC. It probably, you know, they're probably dual booting into Linux. And they, they, I, I refuse to accept that there is such a thing as a Linux gamer. I agree. I, I there, really there, agree. There is not one. Why? Yeah. How? What? The, there is no point to being a Linux it's gamer. It's not what it's for. <laughs> it's really not what that OS is for. But this was the thing that, you know, Steam around the time of Steam machines, they really tried to push Linux you know, they really tried to encourage developers. Hey, you can develop for Linux too. You know, well, th- and that this means was, that we can put it on our format th- on our Steam machines. Yeah, this and is all, all part- the developers collectively went no. Well, it's all part of the Steam OS thing, and them having this yeah. this console like front end to the Steam yeah. store, which you can see if you go. Is it still baked into the main Steam? I app? think it's still. I think it's still baked in as big picture mode. Right. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, I, I have a skinned version of Steam, so I'm not sure if I actually can see it. Right. I I was <clears throat> I, I was partway through writing a, a blog post about this last night and, and got bored and sidetracked. So I'll just basically regurgitate it now and save okay. myself some typing. I, 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 in some way, I think the Steam machine was a brilliant idea and laughably stupid simultaneously. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree. Right. So the point was that you could play games that currently only run on a PC platform on your television. Well, mm-hmm. you can. There's there's a billion and one ways to do that without buying a dedicated machine to do so. You know, if, if which you, is why Steam Steam themselves moved over and did things like the Steam Link, which I almost got yeah. this week. Fun story later on, but uh, yeah, I almost ended up with one of those things. Uh, so, yeah, there's been a lot more ways of streaming to, you know, TVs now have built-in Wi-Fi. A lot of them can just accept streams from yeah. places. Yeah. So this solution 
it, they it were, was, you know, it, it was a pointless solution to a, to a problem that we didn't really have. And here's here's the mm. other th- problem with it is we we're talking about PC games now. One thing I've noticed about games that work well on the TV and sell really well on the PC is they tend to come out on the Xbox One and PS4. <laughs> you make a good point, sir. You make a good point. M- more often than not, that's the case. I I, I don't <laughs> think, oh, I'd love to play the new Call of Duty. Oh, shit, I've only got a PS4 Pro. How can I play it? You know, it, it, it's not... <laughs> It's not really a struggle, and if, if you yeah you add into that the fact that there has been some terrible PC ports uh, going back again. Yeah. Arkham Knight. I'm really glad I played Arkham Knight on the PS4 rather than the PC because that thing was never fixed. And and games that don't work well on the on on TV don't come to consoles; they stay on PCs because there there are games that work fine as a you know as a PC game, but wouldn't work well as as console games. That doesn't necessarily stop developers, Sims 4, but, you know, some games do work better on PC. And that begs the question, why would you want to try and break with that and put it on your damn TV? If it worked on your TV, there'd be a console version. And that's really all there is to it. And, you know, as some of these Steam machines went as high as $6,000. Absolutely, yeah. Because they got in, they contacted like big name uh, developers or hardware manufacturers, hoping that that would spur people. You know, that that would spur development and help get rid of some of those problems that the hardware faced. But in fact, it just meant that the first wave of them was incredibly expensive and put everyone off. Whereas most of those change, most of those sort of uh, steps forward in small form factor cases for pcs they've come through indie developers and you know kickstarters and stuff like that you know small companies who are appealing to what is a niche it's uh, what a weird niche that i'm not even sure really exists oh they're they're out there they're out there i mean here's the thing say you have uh, a media pc that you use for storing all your stuff uh accessing you know your apps it it runs Windows, but you know you mainly only use Plex or you know Kodi or some other software. Why not? You know it's a PC. Why not have it run some games as well? Why not therefore have a much nicer interface to run them rather than having to squint at your TV from five feet away to make out Steam's interface itself? It is. It's there, it, but it's a niche that. Steam tried to turn into a mainstream thing and failed quite spectacularly at. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what it reminds me of is 3DO. I am not familiar. I'm familiar with the name 3DO, but elaborate. Right. It was never big here because it was ridiculous, but it was a similar sort of, <laughs> we've designed a platform and a format, etc., and we will allow whoever is capable of making machines that are compatible with that make a console. So you've got a console made by Philips, one by LG. I think, oh, yes. Uh, you yes. know, that kind okay. of thing that all worked on the 3DO platform, but with different machines, but all applied this spec. They were all crap and 700 pounds or whatever, and no one, you'd never see, you'd, you just wouldn't ever see one. I saw one in real life in 1993 in a shop. 
in Florida. And it obviously made an impression. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was it. You, you didn't see one in someone's house. No one got the 3DO. But it, it was years ahead. Well, it wasn't years ahead. It was just 500 pounds more expensive than everything else. And when you do that, you can make a more powerful console, can't you, Microsoft? Did you just drop out or did you just abrupt? Okay. I, I think I just dropped off. I, I was you rambling. Just went all, yeah. What's interesting there is we got the middle of us. We got the middle of that conversation, that sentence at the end of that sentence. How that very odd. How very odd. Thank you. But you're back now. Skype's not doing well tonight, ladies and gentlemen, as you might have yeah. told from the choppy editing that this episode will have had so far. Um, so is Emma still there? <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. It's oh, just yeah. You're, you know, you're talking about PC things. So I'm, Sorry. I have nothing to contribute to this part of the conversation. Um, so yeah, <laughs> this it, is it, what you need my husband for. It, it reminds me of 3DO that, you know, we've got an idea. Right. You, you take the risk on the hardware. So, you know, this is the thing. Right. St- Valve haven't lost anything other than sort of some developer time for a bit, which let's face it, they weren't using on games. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's all they've lost. Uh, they haven't got a warehouse yeah. full of steam machines somewhere to shift. So no. they, they've not done that badly out of it. Whereas some people mm. might actually have a warehouse full of steam machines that they've got to shift. Uh, yeah. You know, there might I think be the likes of Alienware and MSI yeah, probably have. The, well, they probably, hopefully if they were clever enough, they repurposed those cases. You know, just stuck a different label on them and, you know, ship them out the, the clever thing to do. But, you know, th- so th- this was a failed experiment that was never that great an idea to begin with. And, and of the games... I've seen some places, that, yeah. Of the games that were available for it, it would be unfair to say there were no good games there that you recognize, but it was not a oh, great selection. And it wasn't... I, I don't think there's been anything new added to it of note for some time. Yeah, uh, well, this is the, uh, the, this was the second thing I was going to go into is that they, what's funny is that Linux could in the next four or five years <laughs> could see greater support for games uh, sort of by default, because a lot of developers will be, uh, may, may be switching from using OpenGL uh, to Vulkan and Vulkan has much more, broad support for Linux, uh, you know, off the bat. So it means that you don't have to put in as much effort to make sure that it runs on Linux as, you know, in the past. So for people who are wanting to do this, they will have more options, which is good. But yeah, I think Steam Machines will remain a uh, an interesting sort of footnote in history. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's the best way of putting it. An interesting footnote I have seen in some, history. Uh, yeah, I've seen some sites reporting on this as sort of hopeful, you know, some slightly diluted uh, optimism that, oh, they're just hiding it for now until until it returns like Jesus to save us all. It's like, it's fucking dead, mate. <laughs> it's dead. Yeah. Um, speaking of something that is not dead, Far Cry 5 becomes the fastest selling <laughs> game in the franchise's history. Smooth. Smooth. That was that was awful. It was not smooth. <laughs> it was terrible. But essentially what we're saying is, isn't Far Cry 5 doing well? Seems to be. Seems to be. I'm I've been sad. very tempted. Yeah. I'm sad because I was hoping there would be a catastrophic price drop like there was for Wolfenstein and I'd be able to swoop in and grab a bargain because I desperately want to play this game. And 
dodging spoilers is is becoming harder and harder at the moment. Really? Because you see, that's the interesting thing with the Far Cry game. Story is never a concern of mine. I, if you could tell me the end of Far Cry Five now, and I'd be like, fine, I don't give a shit. You know. Whereas if you did that with Assassin's Creed Origins, I would have been pissed. <laughs> shit, he's forty-eight quid. It's, yeah, he's yeah. forty-eight quid. It's well expensive. Well, you see, the thing is, it's a very different kind of, you know, Far Cry and Wolfenstein. Both single-player games primarily, yes, but very different. Far Cry is a massive time sink. It's not a, you know, a tight, linear 10-hour story experience. This is, you know, a sprawling 40-hour single-player experience. Yeah. So I don't think we'll be seeing massive price drops. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say. I. I. Oof, maybe the Christmas seals. <laughs> now my birthday's before that, so you know, if I if I have to wait to my birthday, I will. But um, yeah, I'm sad because I say I I pre-ordered Wolfenstein um to get it on release day, and then about ten days later, it was fifteen pounds. <laughs> it was it was in shops fifteen pounds less than what I paid for it already. So I was thinking, ah, I won't do the same thing with Far Cry 5. I'm sure that that will price drop. No, mate, it hasn't. It's still 48. It's 48 quid everywhere, even the supermarkets. When I went to Asda the other day, 45 quid in Asda. You know, usually the supermarkets yeah, are a bit cheaper. Yeah, I saw it today and, in Sainsbury's, same price. So, yeah. And, and they want to charge you 25 quid for a season pass on top of 45 quid for the bloody game. So, yep. yeah, it's just a bit too much money for me at the moment which is really and sad in fact going back to wolfenstein and you remember the the weird price thing about it on amazon there's a weird mm. price thing with far cry 5 on steam the uh the far cry 5 standard edition is 50 quid uh the deluxe edition is 60 mm-hmm. here's the but thing the- you you can buy the deluxe pack for 869 so why would you buy the deluxe edition buy the standard edition and then buy and the deluxe, deluxe upgrade pack. and get yeah yeah that's a, that that's stupid that is really stupid uh sadly oh, it doesn't I, it doesn't carry through with the, the the gold edition which is cheaper if you buy the gold edition you don't get yeah see that's weird because on amazon when i was looking so the standard one is 48 quid right for the for the standard boxed one then there's the gold one which i think it was something like 50 in the 50 bracket then the deluxe one which i think is all of it season pass the whole shebang is 68 quid um but from what i've learned from experience do not buy the gold edition of these things right mm-hmm. if you're gonna spend the money just either get the standard one or the deluxe the gold one is a bit of a ripoff because i got the gold assassin's creed origins Right, so I, yeah. I, this was a, so this was for Christmas. So I didn't buy this because I didn't realise is the gold edition will give you usually just stuff like a gun in this case, some some gear in Assassin's Creed Origins case. You know, it was a shield or sword. Problem is, you will out level that stuff within an hour of playing. Yeah, you and not only will you out level it, you will find far better stuff that you will be more happy to invest your money in leveling up with you. Yeah than the crap exactly. that they gave you for free. Exactly. Well, not free. You paid for it well, to, oh, yeah, absolutely. to yeah, get right. the gold edition. So, yeah, the gold edition, you know, you get, a, you know, unless you're really keen to get something with a slightly more Greek gold case or just get the standard one and buy the season pass later, it's really, um, you know, just don't, the gold sort edition of, uh, is not a good deal. Yeah. 
sort of side story to this, I did see a, a, an article. I think it was on Kotaku. I might be wrong. Uh, and it's an interesting kind of uh, article that I think we could we're, we will see like sections of sites devoted to this from now on. It's kind of disappointing, but it was a uh, it will it was a review not of the game but of the microtransactions and going mm-hmm. through and you know telling you uh, uh, what how they work. Are they pay to win? Are they sort of egregious? What you know system and Far Cry 5 actually came out generally quite favorable mm-hmm. in that there's no pay to win. The stuff is mostly cosmetic and you can get everything uh, in the game. All the premium stuff can be earned through in-game play uh, and surprisingly easy, in fact. So it actually came out fairly, which was annoying because I was like, please give me a reason not to want this. <laughs> give me a fucking reason. And they're like, no, it's quite reasonable, actually. The only uh, the only unreasonable thing is uh, that they found was an interesting uh, way they do uh, sort of a slight a slight dick move because the game has two currencies it has silver bars which are used only to purchase like premium stuff and it has in game dollars which you earn by doing missions and stuff uh, you can find uh, silver bars in the game world but, but only a small number of them. Uh, otherwise you have to pay for them with real life money. Every item in the game has a price in silver bars and in in-game dollars. But if you use the start menu to access the market, it only shows you the silver dollar price or the silver bar price. Right. So it, you know, it implies that the only way to get those items is to pay with the silver bars. Whereas if you go to one of the in-game vendors, it will show the exact same items, but it will show both prices. It it's weird some. and it's weird enough that I could consider that a bug if they fix that quick enough. I'd be like, okay. Otherwise, bit of a dick move. Bit of a it's dick a, move. It's, it's a lot of a dick move because, like you say, it implies that the only yeah. way to obtain these things is silver bars. So, yeah, mm. that is naughty. But I do appreciate that there's, uh, you know, a sort of a major gaming website like Kotaku is sort of taking the time to investigate these things and then for was, consumer I I, advice. I wish I'd licked it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I remember I glanced at that as well. Again, I sort of only just skimmed it because I'm trying to not learn I'm trying too much to about find, this game. I'm trying to find excuses not to love it. Uh, I watched, uh, I, I don't know if either, every time I say I don't know either if you watch this YouTube channel, it's always, well, yes. Uh, Defend the House. Nope, they don't know do, that one. No. They do, uh, they're basically the gaming mythbusters. They do videos uh, of... Uh, myths around gaming, around gameplay, and they've done. Uh, they, you know, they do a whole lot of a whole lot of multiplayer games, a whole lot of open world games. This week, they did their first episode of uh, Far Cry Five Mythbusters, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know how you can you have animal, you have your dog, and you can yeah. tame animal companions and give them orders. You can attach C4 to your animals. I wouldn't do that, though. I'm not attaching C4 to that dog. They no, had a montage no, no of sticking C4 to the dog and sending it into outposts. But the dog no, that's hilarious. And also, fuck you. Because, <laughs> mm. yeah, I don't know if I could have the dog. I don't think I could put up with the whimpering. I couldn't I couldn't take it. No, don't hurt the dog. I was a person who did not, as soon as I could do, I put dog me in, in Fallout 4 and 3. I, I put him somewhere safe. And then never took him out yeah. because yeah, I couldn't too. bear it. Yeah, here. So John, um, I, I, seri- I watched. I, I did manage to watch John Wick, but it was fucking hard. Oh no, I, I wanted to fast forward through that bit. I couldn't. I, I did couldn't fast bear forward it. through that bit. I yeah. started the movie yeah. from sixteen minutes in. 
But yes, so Far Cry 5, we're all, well, me and Emma are excited about it, kind of yes. irritated by it. <laughs> I'm, kind I'm, trying of... To, I'm trying to cut, cut, cut apart, mentalize it so I don't go and yeah. spaff cash on it when it's uh, this expensive still. I'm not, it is not interested because, in it. Um, I'm, I'm just I was going to call of... you Jim there. Uh, <laughs> Rich. Call me Jim if you want. I, I, it'll get confusing. Skype's gone weird again. Now? Yeah. Hello? Back. Hello? Back. Hello? Sorry. This is... how, long, how long did we lose you for? About 30 seconds, if that. Right. Okay. Uh, what was the last thing we were saying? Then? You were going to call him Jim. Yeah. I was going to call you Jim. Did you hear that part? I did. All right, yeah, because you shared the. Uh, we'll make this. We'll make this seamless. We'll make this seamless. Cut this part out. Leave it in. Uh, you shared that Jimquisition video about the uberfication of games. I did, yeah. Which, interestingly, I totally agreed with everything it said, but it it kind of didn't put me off Far Cry Five in a well, weird way. Well, if you like it, then you like it. It it doesn't matter yeah. that there's something else that is similar or or differently skinned or whatever. Look, I think we've all figured out that uh, Fallout and Skyrim are basically the same game. Oh, uh, absolutely, yeah. We we figured that one out. They're the same game with different graphics, uh, and we're okay mm-hmm. with that because we like those games. And so I think if you like the Ubisoft model of things then so what if it's similar to other things? It, it doesn't matter. Um, he did the, the one point that really hit home for me, uh, and he's completely correct. And as he said, it's not a problem, <laughs> is that games like Far Cry are filler. They're the games you play in between games an awful lot of the time. Yeah. I don't know if Emma agrees with that because you're like invested in the story, but this is what I meant when I said that I... I could give no craps about the the story in Far Cry 5. But for those well, who um, do, I totally, you know, that's your jam. Well, I mean, to be honest, with the with the Far Cry, they're only very, I mean, in some cases, not at all, and only very loosely interlinked. Yeah. So it's his own independent story. So yeah. I'm not saying take the Far Cry off it, and it's still going to be an interesting story with an excellent shooter around it. So I'm I'm interested in both aspects of that. And, you know, I sort of, I mean, Richie, earlier in the day, you sort of retweeted something about, you know, hating things isn't a substitute for a personality. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> hating popular <laughs> things doesn't make you an interesting person. Oh, I love popular yeah. things. Sometimes things are popular because they're good. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to like things that are popular because they're fun. Yeah. Um. I'm. So I don't. I don't really hold a lot of truck with this. Oh, it's just a. You know. I'm such a. Why don't you play this intellectual game over here, dude? I can do both. I can enjoy this game and also that one. But this one is fun. So. What's yep, the point in playing a game that's not fun? That's just sadism. Don't do that. Only play fun games that you enjoy. That should be the rule. And similarly, and you know, there are a lot of people who pretend to like very deep intellectual games which are objectively shit see uh please knock on my door not familiar not familiar wonder, with that one. the one people... that encouraged me to kill myself oh that one yeah yeah, yeah that one yeah yeah Glowing wonder, reviews it's all that thing of like with dark souls i wonder if there's how many people i mean i'm sure there are a lot of people who genuinely love you know people who genuinely love and enjoy dark souls but i do wonder how many of that population are just gritting their teeth because they feel like they have to play this game <laughs> 
I'm looking I forward like to it, you know. It's been hyped so much. It's like, oh, it's so hard. Like, it can't. It's just a game, dude. Um, I'll play it. I'm looking forward to it. They, yeah, think, Digital Foundry just did a comparison of the the sort of the old and the remastered versions. Um, it's a small upgrade, but it's an upgrade. Fine. I mean, yeah. I'm going to be running it on a Switch, so. Yeah, exactly. I think it'll look fine on a Switch. Yeah. It'll be totally cool. I yeah. Do you know what? And as I play more Xbox 360 games, they're really not awful, you know? It's not like a massive step back. Um, so, yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be mm. fine, I'm sure. Although I okay. will go and watch that Digital Foundry video. Uh, in yeah. uh, other news, then. Mm-hmm. No Man's Sky arrives on the Xbox One. Quick, Emma. Quick, go and not mm. buy no. it. Go and <laughs> avoid it like the fucking plague. Plague, yeah. I mean, talk about too little, too late. Like we were talking about with Shadow of uh, Mordor earlier. Bloody hell. To- <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I am trying to be a better person. <laughs> I am trying to be to be more forgiving and accepting. I looked at Matt Pat, who does the game theory and film theory. Mm-hmm. I looked at his Twitter feed, and it's just all things about being kind and forgiving and being a nice person and not being so hateful. I hope Sean Murray catches on fire someday. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Sean, I mean- if you're listening, go towards the flames. Just, this was, for those of you who don't know, No Man's Sky was a game that came out on uh, PS4 a couple of years ago on PC and did absolutely nothing that it promised to do. Uh, people were very excited about yep. it. It was going to be the new elite, I think, the new, yep. that kind of thing. We were going to go on endless journeys throughout this this galaxy and meet our friends in space and stuff like that. No, you won't. No, none of it. All yeah, lies. This is, this is the game which... Uh, they had to put out a day one update, which included most of the game. Uh, they sent out review copies uh, to press and then begged the press not to review it because they knew that there would be a massive day one update, including most of the game. Uh, this is the game they had to put stickers over the boxes because there were features not in the game that they had printed on the box, like multiplayer stuff like that just little things really get uh, into the fire and now it's out on xbox great yeah, cool. to, yeah. To, again the pc about a year after and now it's on xbox one we'll put this firmly I on mean, the don't buy pile i think yeah pretty strongly um because even if it does it, multiplayer aside even if it did anything that they promised it was going to be it was really super boring like mm. You know, you just kind of go from planet to planet and look at the things and then this leave is, again yeah. and go to another one and okay. Yeah, oh, it was uh, it was elite, but without any of the interesting shit to do. Yeah. did This has just reminded me, did you see what the elite dangerous players did after Stephen Hawking died? I did not. Did they hold a space no. funeral? They, they held a space funeral where oh. they gathered together and did a three-hour flying tour of oh. all the space stations named after him and <laughs> ended up at a black hole where they all fired uh, shipments of tea into the black hole <laughs> in honor of, of Stephen Hawking. I thought that was see, really nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's really nice. And what's, what's also the thing is it's reminding me of the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which genuinely made me cry. <laughs> 
Yeah, it did. I didn't I'm enjoy it, you know. I didn't enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy 2. There's something wrong with me. There's something I, wrong with all of us. There's I, something I, wrong with Sean Murray. He's not on fire. Yeah. You liar, Sean. Mm. I mean, bold-faced lies. The man, yeah. Peter Molyneux was taking tips from this guy. He really was. Let's move on. I mean, yeah, we- he really did. Sean Murray managed to condense. Like, Peter Molyneux like, has told many lies over a long career, and Sean Murray managed to condense a volume of bullshit that span, you know, that would have spanned Molyneux a whole career into a single fucking game. And he's still not on fire. He's like a lion stock cube. He's just condensed flavor. Yeah, he really is. Hey, do you know what, though? They're doing a new Red Faction game remaster. Say it like it is written. It's a remaster Mars edition. Yeah, and I didn't write that one. <laughs> no, you didn't. That was, uh, That's some, what that was Alice it. O'Connor at rockpapershotgun.com. No. Well, no, that's what they're calling it. Oh, shit. That's the title. <laughs> oh, shit. And I love that. <laughs> I thought that was like an attempt at a clever blog post title. Me too. But it's actually no. a really shit name for a video game. Okay. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> uh, and it's a wonderful game. It really is. I very fond memories of playing this back on the Xbox 360. Uh, Red Faction Guerrilla. I've not played this. I've played Red Faction 1 on the PS2. And everything about it says this is a first-person shooter from when 3D was only just a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they took it, they made it third-person and uh, made it all about... It really is, uh, well, as the video says, it's about being a space asshole. You go around wrecking shit with a sledgehammer and explosives. It's uh, That sounds like fun. The kind of The kind of destruction in this game wasn't really topped until, like, Just Cause 3 came out like a couple of years ago. So that's, that's quite a, you know, uh, yeah, 2009. So they held that, you know, that title for, you know, King of Destruction in games for a good, oh, maths, uh, a good seven years. And now it's getting remastered. It just looks like they're going to, you know, higher resolution textures, higher resolution, everything, more particle effects, which fine, go for it. I don't know how it will hold up today. In terms of what people want from their gameplay, but yeah. if they price this cheap enough, then I totally see there being being room for this and people having fun with it. And uh, how can you not buy the remastered edition? <laughs> that's a terrible title. It's a really terrible title. It, it, it's really terrible. I'm probably buying the original one though for the 360. <laughs> you see this, yeah. It is £1.62 on Amazon right now. Bloody hell. I mean, it is out on PC. How much is the normal version on PC? Uh, Red Faction Guerrilla Steam. Well, 15 quid. So if they brought the remastered, sorry, remastered edition out for, uh, you know, 20, 25, totally easy buy. Okay. I will check out more Red Faction games. I might even get a remastered edition. It's starting again. Oh shit! It's Skype. This is fucking <laughs> Skype. Can you hear me now? Am I am I making any sense now, or is it just noise? It's just noise. There are big it? gaps between in the middle of your sentences. Bollocks! <laughs> I think I'm it's, back again. Yeah, I think Skype's just having a shit night. I think it's Skype. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we've only, we've got a few more stories to get through. Uh, 
Okay, moving on from uh, Red Faction. Hitman Definitive Edition published. Were we waiting for that? Um, coming from Warner Brothers, so this is now, uh, what do you call them? Uh, oh, IO the- Interactive. They broke up with Square Enix, who allowed them to keep the franchise, the Hitman franchise. So now they're being published by Warner Brothers, which worries me. Well, yeah, they might stick some loot boxes in there. Yeah, yeah, this this is a worry. Uh, so this is coming to, this is the definitive edition, and they have been, since they've gone independent, they have put out a few different versions of this in a relatively short space of time. Is this sort of, so as the definitive version, is this all the Hitman games or something? No, this is just the latest Hitman. Because it one. came out episodically, so this is all of it in one lot, oh, plus right. some extra okay. bits. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this is, when, uh, when is this coming? May. May. Um, I, I played it as it came out, episodically. I uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, it's tempting now that I'm on PC to, you know, because I played it on PS4. Uh, um, and then I got, before I had the gaming PC. So it, it it was kind of annoying that I'd unlocked all my special stuff on the, you know, the PS4 edition, and that will not carry through to any new... They really need to fix that shit. Uh, <laughs> if we're going to be bothering to sign up for, you know, this friggin' version of an account and this, you know, in multiple games, they may as well find a way to carry over your unlocks between versions. Yeah. But I might check this out if it goes cheap enough. Well, the, the Hitman games have been on my list for some time, and I'm sort of building them. I've got a couple of them here uh, ready to go. But, yeah, I just haven't gotten to them yet. If you want, yeah, if you want to sort of experience the best of it, uh, either Hitman Blood Money or the latest Hitman, sort of whatever version you get of that. I've got two for the Xbox. That's what I've got. If I don't Blood know. Money is the- avoid absolution avoid at all costs i'm just looking at which ones i've got i think is one of them hitman contracts and... that would be yeah hitman contracts was a sort of sort of remastered version of wait no i might be wrong there i think it, it's either the second one or a remastered version of the first one i think it's a remastered version of the because f- there, there, there's an edition for the 360 that's got one and two on it, isn't there? No, I so, mean, I mean the, original, sure the original Xbox. So I've got, it's Hitman 2 and Hitman Contracts I've got. Right. I think Contracts is the sort of semi-remastered version of the original. Right. Hitman. Well, that means I can avoid the Hitman. The, uh, avoid the Hitman. Avoid the uh, first they one. Are, they those are, those are quite old school. You know, they haven't aged well, sort of controls-wise and such. Right. They might put you off the franchise. Well, no, I can be forgiving of such things if I know I'm playing an old game. So that's the news for this week, such as it is heavily edited together with Skype dropouts. I may actually listen to this week's episode just to see what the fuck survives. <laughs> it's only 10 minutes long. It won't take yeah. long. It's only 10 minutes. So what have we all been playing this week? Mike, you never go first. Go first. Yay! Um, well, I've played a couple of things. Uh, first thing, I I played a lot of Axiom Verge. Um, finished it last night, in fact. Uh, I, I had been playing it up till now. I had been playing in sort of bursts, but this week I sort of really got down into it. Uh, finished the, the story. I got all the weapons. 
and all of the uh, gear upgrades didn't get all the the um no well I say all the gear up all the sort of ability upgrades yeah uh, I didn't get all the power ups uh, or all of the lower really really enjoyed it it was uh, a really tight it's a great Metroidvania great shooter uh one of the the only issue was because i got all of the weapons and all the upgrades before going into the final fight like i'm sure you can attest to this rich the boss fights in axiom verge are pretty fucking difficult they uh, they, they can be uh until you figure out what's going on yeah until Um, you figure out the trick what once you figure out the trick they're Hmm. fairly straightforward but until then, they are a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Um. I. I. It's the game I was going to mention as having played most yeah. this week because mm. you know I've had quite a few sleepless nights of thinking like, where am I supposed to go next? What am I supposed to? My my only criticism of the game is that there are. I I feel there are too many times where I'm just like, right, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? What am I actually trying to do? And you just have to sort of start searching everywhere again. I fell in very quickly. I fell into the habit uh, as soon as as soon as you get about halfway through the game, you gain the uh, a route opens up that allows you to fairly easily backtrack. Yeah. To you know the early areas. So I started getting into a habit of as soon as I got as soon as I I came up against a brick wall and I couldn't figure out what to do next, I would just go back to the starting area and do sort of a a, a lap of, of the map again to find where sort of the things were that I couldn't get to before. Yeah. And I, I found that helped. It was, I, it, it was a bit time sinking and there were, there was more than one occasion. If in fact, I took a video of it. I, I did spend a good 15 minutes attempting a jump because I was sure I could make it. <laughs> yeah. I had a few moments like that myself. I, I did. I did that. I, yeah, there was a jump. Uh, the right. The, this is my one criticism. My well, my biggest criticism really is that what was your emotion like when you got the grappling hook? So much relief. So much relief. So much relief. I hate that fucking grappling hook. Oh, it's not easy to use. It's is a it? bastard. Yeah, it's a bastard of a grappling hook because it's not physics based. It's animation based. And we're kind of spoiled by things working how they should work in yeah. real life. Yeah. Whereas this works, you know, if you detach at the wrong point, you won't go where you should go. You go where the game tells you to go. And there are some of the upgrades and some of the sort of optional stuff that you can get to. There is, right, okay, this will be meaningless to anyone who hasn't played the game. There is a jump in the game where you have to fire your drone use the teleport at the peak of the drone uh, to switch places with the drone, <laughs> I, then very yeah. quickly use the the grappling hook. And then from the grappling hook, you have to then detach and teleport upwards <laughs> in order to get the thing. I spent 15 minutes trying to do this because I could get to the point where I was hooked onto the thing, but I couldn't, I couldn't teleport through the thing once I detached from the grappling hook. I came back after I'd gotten the final upgrade and I was able to get it in like the first try. <laughs> but I did save the 15 minutes of me repeatedly trying and failing and having to go 
fucking back to where I needed to make the jump. I, I think I did that very jump last night. Yeah. It's for the uh, the second mutation thingy. Yeah. The oh, second wait, no. Thingy. Different thing then. All right. There's a couple of those jumps in the game, but this one kind of drove me a little bit simple. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's it. While I came to hate the grappling hook, uh, the only other thing is that with all, uh, as I was saying, the boss fights, uh, because I had all of the weapons and one weapon in particular, the final boss fight was beyond trivial. Have you finished the game? No, I'm about to go and get the final boss. Okay. Do you have the flamethrower? I don't have the flamethrower. Okay, you'll have a more interesting time then. I was actually going to get the, uh, (laughs) I think it's the ion gun that I want. The ion gun is fun. There are some very fun weapons. There are some, well, I, I don't know whether to say this. I don't know whether this, you know, is a fair criticism, but like partway through the game, I was like, there are way too many guns in this. No, I think there are too many guns in it. A lot of them felt like, oh, that's kind of interesting, but also completely useless. Yeah, I will never use that. Whatever. Not, yeah. Yeah. You kind of um, pick one that you'd like and stick with it. I'm getting a lot of mileage from the lightning gun. Exactly. When you get the lightning gun, that is like, okay, that's a bit of a game breaker, but I'll take it. Yeah. If, yeah. If you got the flamethrower, and I don't know where, I can't remember where the hell it is. The the, the flamethrower, it's a late stage weapon, and for good reason, it really breaks everything. Really? I think uh, I'm going to have to go and find it. Well, basically, the reason it breaks everything is it fires through walls. Ah, there are very few the, weapons the, in the, the game that do that for good reason. <laughs> yeah, that it, the electricity one does that as well, doesn't it? The the uh, it, it makes me think of cauliflower broccoli, kind of, because that's the pattern <laughs> it makes. Oh yes, but um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed Axiom Verge. Uh, the only thing that made me, I, I, the only thing that made me think I could be enjoying it more is, uh, I think you probably are having a better experience on the Switch than me playing it on, you know, a big massive screen. I think it's like really well suited, probably really well suited to being more portable. Well, I, I don't know. I've played it a lot on the TV, right. a, a lot. Because um, first of all, you have to to record any footage because that all requires HDMI oh, wires yeah, and that did. sort of yeah, thing. You did some of that. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just, I've been braver about just putting stuff on the TV in general. <laughs> It's a weird couple thing. We, it's, it's <laughs> right. We've never, never once had so much as a heated debate over one of us using the computer, the TV for computer games. Not once. We both have so many electronic screen devices that if we want to be entertained by something visual, the the TV isn't necessary to do that. And yet we both sort of have this guilt. <laughs> that comes from nowhere over you. monopolizing <laughs> yeah and we both and we've openly discussed this and said i feel like this and i don't know why because you've never done anything to make me feel like that and we both reply i know and i don't feel like that about you using the tv but i feel like you do as well but you yeah, see so what's interesting is braver with it and getting on what, with what's it, it? What's interesting is romantic comedies have probably trained you both to understand that even though you have discussed that it is not an issue and neither of you care about it, if at any point either of you so much as tiptoes into breaching that, you will instantly end in a murder-suicide. That's it. Yeah. 
Um, and so, yeah, I've been playing a lot more on the TV is the, the gist of that. I've also been uh, doing some PS4 stuff, but that's taking my go in the middle of yours. So, but Axiom Verge, yeah. Back in line. Back it's, in uh, line. <laughs> it's fine on the TV. I mean, it's right? yeah. because, yeah, it's 16-bit style graphics, but they've been done for these days. Oh, yeah. So, oh yeah, and it has plenty of modern, you know, effects applied on top, like the weapon effects and such. Uh, you know, there's a lot of them that have really, you know, non 16 bit effects and things warp, and it's really interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm really glad it's actually a game. I I'm I'm gonna actually go back through and see if it's been covered in any of the uh, the games done quick, because it has a dedicated speedrunning mode, and because of the way it's made. Uh, because of the sort of the huge amount of tools and guns and different things, I imagine that there are going to be some incredible speed running uh, attempts on this thing either in the future. I don't actually know how old is it as a game. It could, 2015 <laughs> it came out, I believe. Right, so it is older than I thought. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I only noticed it because a Steam version, uh, a Switch version came out. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, incidentally, and I, I've just been and checked it out in the uh, Switch eShop, Axiom Verge is £10.49 right now. It's 30% off. So much game for a tenner. It really is. So worth I, I, that much money. It's a fantastic game. I mean, and again, the soundtrack, amazing. I really enjoyed that soundtrack. Oh, the, the soundtrack is fantastic. Yep. Absolutely fantastic. It, yeah. It's been just playing in my head since <laughs> I got the game. Really? Uh, so, yeah, I'm very impressed with that. I, I really don't have anything bad to say about it. It's just me being picky if I'm complaining about anything. It's not a genuine complaint. Um, I'd happily recommend this to anyone who likes this sort of game. Yeah, it's a great Metroidvania-style game. Um, if you like that genre, this is a perfect, perfect example of it. And what's what's interesting about it is that as I was playing through it early in the game... I kept seeing things like the little gaps that are half your size. And I thought immediately, oh, all right, so I'm going to get an upgrade that lets me turn into a ball or crouch down. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't do that. It gives you its own take on, you know, it takes like the problems that are posed in Metroid games, but then gives you its own solution. And it's really interesting. Uh, so I really, really, really enjoyed that. Um I think it'll be a while before I play another Metroidvania game. I may. Uh, I finished the game. I actually took a screenshot because uh, at the end of the game, of course, it gives you uh, where is it? In fact, where does yeah, NVIDIA open file location. Yeah, my final stats. I did it on normal difficulty. It took me 13 and a half hours. I got 82% of the items, which was, as I say, all the weapons and all of the tools my map percentage, 98%. Uh, and I know where those 2% are, so I may have to, I hope I can load it up and it'll be like just before I went into the face of the main boss so I can go back and get that 2%. I have just loaded mine up and checked. I'm 85% on the map and 65% right. on items. So there's a lot of mist, and I'm 17 hours in. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, sort of the lore why there are a lot of notes and stuff that you find uh, that explain the lore. And there's fun things you have to do in order to understand those notes. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. it's a it, it, long story short, though. It's a great game. It's a great game. Uh, the other game I've been playing this week um, was Human Fall Flat. You're just copying me now, Mike. I am just copying <laughs> you. I am just copying you, and I have to agree. I started it up, and the first thing I thought was, "My God, this music is depressing as shit." Isn't it just? Like, it's really <laughs> depressing. It's really nice, but it's really like kind of bleak. Yeah, you don't want it playing while you're doing the game. But that was sort of solved for me um, because I couldn't play the game. Oh. Yeah, I, I loaded it up. I got it because, uh, well, funny story. It showed up on April the 1st. I got an email saying, you know, a game on your Steam wish list is half price. And I was like, yay, yay, I'll, I'll go on and I'll get that. And then when I loaded up Steam, uh, the little Steam pop-up notification said that you can get, uh, for today only, you can get uh, a bundle. with. Uh, there were three games in it. it was, one of them was Doom. The other was Human Fall Flat. And there was a third one. <laughs> and it says if you get you can get these games, and if you get them in a bundle with a Steam link, you can get the Steam link for 81p. And I was like, is this, this, got, this has got to be an April Fool's joke, right? And I added it to my basket, and I was like, no, that's that. they're giving away Steam links for, like, less than a quid. Okay. And then I saw, then I saw they, uh, what they were doing. You still had to pay for the postage, which was, like, seven fifty. But at this point of the day, I was, I was like, I'll, I'll pay seven i I'll, I'll do that. I want to see what the Steam link is like. I want to see what a Steam link does. Yeah. And so I ordered it, and then, like, half an hour later, I was like, 750 is enough for a whole other game, and I have literally no fucking use for a Steam Link. So I went back in, and I, uh, I cancelled the purchase. But I still had Human Fall Flat. So that night I loaded it up, and within about two minutes of starting to play it, I started to, to feel really ill. Uh, really sort of motion sick and very dizzy. So I shut the game down, and I figured, well, it's late. So maybe I'm just tired or something. So the next day I loaded it up again and within two minutes, really motion sick, uh, really feeling not very well at all. Human Fall Flat is the first game I've ever played that has given me motion sickness. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Great. I think it's a combination of two things. Firstly is that I was playing it on a massive screen, uh, which I haven't had any problems with the games before. The second thing is, though, it's very bright. It is an incredibly bright game. Everything is, at least in the, those first couple of levels, everything is bright white yeah, uh, yeah. with like color. I think that might have been doing it. But I did poke around, and the camera has, whenever you're moving around, because your character you know, moves in a sort of lugubrious way. It's another word I don't know if I actually know that if I'm using it right, but fuck it, I'm going with it. Lugubrious. It's a fun word. I like it. It's a fun word. I mean, fuck it if they can add, you know, uh, the opposite of literal being a, a definition for literal. Uh, you know, fuck it, I get to use logo brace. Yeah. Uh, and the camera has this weird wobble that's not quite in time with your character walking. I think those sort of three things came together into sort of a perfect storm. And I had to get a refund of the game. Fair because enough. It, yeah, it's weird. It's the first game. And I was playing it back at like... 140 frames a second so it wasn't like any kind of lag or latency yeah it's i i don't know what the heck happened i mean i've always thought i'd be a good you know candidate for vr 
in games, but this actually made me question that. Well, and have you played any VR stuff? No, I'd love to try. I would love to try, but I think I think it was more than anything. I think it was the the way the camera moved, the way the camera felt um, out of sync with the character's movements. movements. I think something. Yeah. It, yeah. it seems like seasickness, you know, like because yeah. your inner ear is telling you something different than what's happening on the horizon, and that's what makes you seasick. So, I mean, it was almost yeah. like that. It was very much like that because the only other time I get anything similar to that is uh i can't read while i'm in a car right no i can't do that either i I can't do that uh i i start to get headaches but otherwise uh you know i'm fine so i'm what's interesting is vr shouldn't do that to me because the whole point of vr is perfectly syncing everything up with your with your actual movements so I'd i'd really like to try vr especially now just to see if it makes me ill or not because i've been confident up till now that it wouldn't but it was also disappointing because i could see within human fall flat that there was an otherwise fun game that i could be having a lot of fun with it it seemed to have a really good uh, it seems to have a uh, quite a dark sense of humor to it uh, in like the little messages that pop up when you complete puzzles and the the narrator i wasn't <laughs> expecting a narrator <laughs> it's a, it's a good game though i like it yeah i would i would actually i'd be if I ever do get a switch, I would be interested to try it again on that to see if it's more playable on a smaller form factor. I don't know, but I did, I did get a refund and, uh, I did leave that as feedback that it made me feel quite motion sick. Right. I, I uh, don't get motion sickness. So it's... yeah, well up till now, neither did I. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe it will uh, start for me. I don't know, but, yeah, it's yeah. it's. I've never had it really as a problem, so I don't know. So basically, I managed after avoiding all of the April Fools, I managed the April Fool myself with two purchases, which one of which was just a stupid decision on my part, and the other one made me feel ill. Um, oh, wow. I hate April Fools' Day. So do I. Ah, oh, fucking yeah, and it's the same as Valentine's Day. Any day with enforced, this is how you're supposed to behave. Like, no, fuck off. That's where I am with it. Emma. Uh, Emma, the married person. What do you feel about Valentine's Day? <laughs> well, I mean, because our anniversary is pretty close to Valentine's Day, it's fairly inconsequential for us, so we don't really bother too much with it. I do, uh-huh. we do occasionally try and blag a dinner out of it, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else you've been playing, or um, no? That was that was kind of it. I uh, I finished the great data migration onto the new hard drive, uh, so. All I really had time to play was uh, Axiom Verge. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Okay. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Emma, do you want to go next? Yeah. Um, so I've been playing A Link Between Worlds mostly this week, and I've been having a lovely time doing it. <laughs> it's. Um, it, well, I, the other day I read a, a list of sort of the best games for the 3DS. Taco uh, occasionally puts out like an updated list of what they think is the best 10 games for X or Y system. And just happened to put their 3DS, their revised 3DS list up. And they had a link between worlds and it said, you know, who is this game for sort of, you know, everyone. And who is this game? Not for people who hate joy. And um, <laughs> I think that's probably about Hello. right. Because like, <laughs> I mean, I, I can't conceive of anyone picking up this game and not being delighted by it. It's so much fun. Um, and it's just so lovely. Um, 
Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I have encountered a couple of things which have pissed me off slightly. The first one is that the game will keep trying to encourage you to switch it off. I I've saw never... your tweet. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo um, started doing that a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it was obviously because it's released to, a, you know, even though I'm playing it on a 2DS, the game doesn't know that. It's just basically a, a 3DS with the bits stripped out of it is what I'm playing it on. Um, so the game will keep telling me, you've, it, when you go to save, it says, you've been playing for a while, no, why not take a break? And I've, I've never played a game that has tried to discourage me from playing it so much in my life. Um, I wish there was a way to just switch that off because... I think that they put, I mean, uh, Nick said that he was uh, encountering the same thing with uh, Super Mario uh, Land, uh, 3DS Land on the yeah. on the same system. Because it, the idea is that um, people were playing it with the 3D on and obviously eye fatigue and things like that. Um, and I think sort of class action lawsuits and things like that. So it, it's, for the, keeps... it's for the children, Emma. Please think of the children. Yeah. Yeah, but can I turn it off because I'm a grown-up? Yeah, there is should there be a, a setting that says I'm a grown-up, stop telling me turn it off, Mum? There should be a global setting which defaults to on if you're, you know, whenever you set up your DS, your age is over 12. Well, I mean, it comes with parental controls. When you set up yeah. a 3DS, it uh-huh. says, you know, who's playing this? And you set the, you know, parental controls either on or off. And if you set parental controls, they're allowed to look at things up to this age bracket on the Peggy yeah. system. So, yeah, I wish, you know, having turned off parental controls, I just wish that when you put the game in, it said, you've got parental controls turned off. In this game will tell you blah, blah, blah. Do you want that on or off? And off, obviously, because, you know, I appreciate you looking out for me game, but it's not even like you've been playing it for a long time. I mean, literally like half hour, 45 minutes. And they're like, don't you take a break? No, stop shaming me for wanting to play your game a lot. But (laughs) (laughs) um, the other thing is I've I've sort of now encountered a bit of the game that somewhat pissed me off and I had to put it down (laughs) because it was making me. One of the dungeons is pissing me off. Um, That's the feature of Zelda games. Yeah, it is. It's the one with the uh, the you have to go and escort the robber girl out of the fucking dungeon. Yeah, that's been driving Alison a bit nuts this week. Yeah, Who has, yeah because has... um, you have you have to basically get this. You know, it's a escort mission. We have to take this girl out of one of the dungeons. But the problem is, even if the girl gets touched once once by a fucking enemy, back to the beginning with you. Ah, right. And it's oh, and if you die during a boss fight, back to the beginning with you. I've done um, it now. Yeah, I know you've done it. Um, <laughs> I will do it. It's not going to stop me. It was oh, just a yeah. case of, I was trying, because what it was, is I was trying to finish that dungeon before we started oh. recording tonight. And I thought, oh, I want to finish it. I want to sort of get to the next bit. And then, of course, I just fucked it up. And I was like, oh, fucking put it done. It's funny. But I did so, that with Axiom Verge. <laughs> yeah. I wanted so, to get it done. Yeah, and also it didn't help that I. Um, the other thing is that I've encountered is there's a game where you have to you know avoid the chickens. I can't do it to the point that I said to him because I'm heading back down to my hometown uh, this week. And I said to my brother, can you please when I <laughs> can you please do it for me? Because I can't do it. Um, so, yeah, um, uh, it's, it's uh, just a couple of little niggly bits. But I say that's Zelda games in it. So but I'll say I've for ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I've been absolutely delighted by it. It's uh, it's it's really great. Awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying it. So is that is that your first sort of bona fide 3ds game? Uh, I think it. Well, I mean, I've. I mean, I've because I had. Um, I played a lot of DS games. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, yeah, the one that I've actually sort of sat down and properly 
got into it. I mean, the ones that I've sort of played a bit and then put it down and come back to these, but this is sort of the one that I've played like all the way through, like I would play an Xbox game, I think. Um, I mean, that's the other thing that's pissed me off slightly is the configuration of the buttons because obviously, because the 3DS also uses the XYAB, but in a different order than the Xbox. (laughs) So my muscle memory is fucking me up at the moment. Um, because obviously if you're in like you're trying to fight enemies and obviously you've got all your buttons laid out but you just you just your muscle memory kicks in and you go to press what you think is the x button but it's the y button because it's a different place and then you're fucked up and ruined everything it would be really nice if we could sort of all come together as gamers and you know form a movement to firmly but politely (laughs) ask game uh, hardware developers to standardize you know the four button layout terms. It would be helpful. I, I yeah. do it would be find good myself... for people my people our age because help the aged. I can't keep <laughs> two button configurations in my head at once. It's, yeah, the human mind was not built for such tasks. No, I mean, like I said, you know, weeks ago that I have to sort of. I mean, I've been told that obviously I play the hell out of games. It's mostly because I can't remember more than one control scheme at once. So <laughs> I have to start a game, learn how to play it, finish it, and then delete everything I know about how to play that game and then replace it with the next one I'm playing because I can't keep multiple control schemes in my head anymore. Just apropos of nothing, are you friends with any of your exes? No. Thought not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not either. It's a normal thing. <laughs> Why would you be? <laughs> I know I've never met Emma, any of Emma's exes. I, I don't. It would be weird. <laughs> If we were friends, uh, it would go. be weird. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm glad it's. I've got everybody into 3ds's. It's amazing. You have. You've 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 started a trend with us. <laughs> you've with seen the power mob, that I wield. Do you see? Yeah. You alarming. Power. Well, you see, here's the thing. I think we've we've cost you more in like small purchases. Yes, you like have little games, but you sort of you occasionally get us on big ticket items. Yeah, yeah, you get me to go. Um, your your relationship is definitely the most endangered out of the two of us because <laughs> Chuck is a lot more <laughs> because you're buying a lot of things that are coming through the post. Yes, that's true. <laughs> um, but uh, I'll say I want to give a quick shout out as well to Alice Miss Ari because she um, sent me some nice messages the other day about listening to the show. So hello, if you're listening, and she's a 3ds I... friend of mine as well. She is I... of mine as well. Yeah, I haven't yeah. spoken to her in a long time. In fact. I thought her name was Ari. Different person, Mike. Oh. Different person. Damn it. Both names begin with A, though, so well done there. Mm. Is there anything else you've been playing at all, Emma? No, that's pretty much it, to be honest. Um, uh, just sort of in, in in terms of sort of time that I've had this week, it's that's like it's it's exactly what I wanted the 3DS for. That I've got a couple of hours at home while Chuck's at work, and the cat's not complaining about something, and I've done all the jobs around the house. Um, I was going to say, have you done your chores? I have done my chores. <laughs> I've done my chores, and. Um, uh, done everything else I can sit down for a couple of hours with a cup of tea and play and yeah really enjoying it excellent cool. excellent well what have what I been so playing Rich, this what week? have you been doing this week well Axiom Verge a lot mixed mm. in with the occasional human fall flat when I get pissed off with Axiom Verge um <laughs> I've, I've also been going through my Xbox collection because I'll be honest I might have bought a lot of games that I've not even <laughs> so much as looked at yet 
And so I've been going through some of those. Does Allison ever occasionally walk into the room, sort of stare for a few minutes at the shelf of Xbox games and go, well, I suppose we've got a mortgage. Yeah. Better to hang about. (laughs) Yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, And you know what? It's easy easy for me and Chuck because I can just say, how many Space 1999 DVDs did you buy this week? I thought so. so. (laughs) Oh, no, he doesn't, does he? Oh, no. How but many it's are there? awful. And there were only two seasons of that show. Never uh, seen it. Yeah, but remastered it's, and stuff. So, yeah, he just bought another set the oh, other it's, day. It's terrible. It's terrible. I know it's shit, yeah. It was, right, we did it on Ray Guns and Go-Go Boots. Um, and it was one of those where we started watching it, and then Rick and I start messaging each other, like, have you started watching it? Like, yeah. Do you want to keep watching it? No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> but we've got to. I've watched nine of them now. We're doing it. So, yeah, we watched all season one of Space 1999, and it, it was fucking awful. No, in 1999, no, we, I was nine. Yeah, and no one was in space like that no. either. No, um, I was drunk, so I think I had the best best shit, the best shot at it. Yeah. So I was 17. <laughs> it was in my prime, my prime drinking years. That's it. That's, <laughs> it's prime drinking year. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing stuff on the Xbox. Uh some of it not quite as good as I'm now. I, I was sort of looking for the next game to do a bit of a video review of or something like that. And instead, what I've done is successfully just put in game that annoyed me after game that annoyed me. So I think I'm going to do a compilation of things that have annoyed me. Annoyed uh, you, yeah. Like Jade Empire <laughs> and Ninja Gaiden. Uh, that was driving me fucking mental last night. I, Ninja Gaiden drove a lot of people fucking mental back it's in the day. It's well odd, though, to be fair. It's designed that way. Yeah. No, no, nothing to do with the gameplay. It was, in this case, it's the camera. Because I'm not, I'm not talking about mm. the, the NES Ninja Gaiden. I'm talking about no, the, no. One, yeah. the, the, the one Xbox that came out. No, the one on the Xbox. Oh, the Xbox. They like I say, designed to be well hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, even those ones, because I, mean, I remember I watched my brother, because, say, my brother, who is far superior to me in, in terms of gaming skill, um, I watched him play probably the same Ninja Gaiden game, but on, on PlayStation, and I watched him fight a boss, and the only method he could find to beat said boss was to kick its ankle and but the problem is it took like a tiny sliver of its health off every time. It worked, but it was literally a war of attrition of watching my brother just kick this motherfucker's ankle for literally half an hour. The ancient Jack Russell technique. Yes. Uh, yeah, so it's it's I think it's it's frustrating from the camera angle point of view. If if I do a video with it in, you'll see. It it's just <laughs> painful. You can't see who you're fighting, or if you've killed them, or not, or if there's anyone around that corner. It's just terrible. Uh, so I, I will get to that at some point. And do you know what, as well? I finally got a goal on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 this week, which is something I've been waiting 17 years to achieve. <laughs> but I, I finally did it. I, I got the word skate on level one of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. <laughs> well done, you. Thank you. I am... I, I have a weird mental block when it comes to Tony Hawk's games. I don't know why. Uh, this was a game that was... The reason why I said I've been trying to do it for 17 years. Obviously not constantly. Otherwise, I'd have mentioned it before <laughs> now. But we it was a popular game when I was at uni. Uh, we had it in the house on the PS2. And because it has that two-minute countdown timer on every 
playthrough. It's a great game for when there's a load of people in your living room and you just play for two minutes and pass the controller on and they play for two minutes and it goes around the room like that. And I always skip my go because I was so bad. I didn't want to play when people could see me. Uh, and I th- finally, after years of playing on and off, I, I managed to do something on it last night. Uh, it was quite a, a tearful moment. I even took a picture and <laughs> sent it to people on Facebook. And, <laughs> like proof, 17 years that took. Also, disturbing thing, it's been 17 years since I was at uni. So oh, that yeah. that was another thing to discover that has upset me greatly. But hey, oh, bloody, I'm, I'm coming up on thirteen years. Fucking hell, it's disturbing, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's horrible. Really disturbing, and the time since then has just flown. It, it mm. doesn't feel like ten minutes since then, but yeah, it's been disturbingly long time. So that's been my gaming week, really. I bought mm. another game that I won't see for weeks. Oh shit! Because this- uh, there's been there's been a Nintendo Direct about uh, the new Pokemon game. Fuck off. <laughs> no, wait, what? <laughs> Fuck Sorry. off. Sorry. <laughs> no, there has not. That was me. You are lying. You are. I this am is. Lying. A, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> You're bad, Mike. That April was, Fool's Day was ages ago. That That's was, fucking oh. <laughs> But this is the thing. I hear April Fool's Day. This isn't April Fool's Day. <laughs> As if you did that. As if I'm on Nintendo.com already. <laughs> it's just you were going on about it last week, so I thought, why not? <laughs> it was rumoured last week, and it never happened. I'm over it now. Uh, what, I feel, was, I've lost track of I what I was that. saying now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you took me off guard there and everything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Well, that's the end of this show. I'm not doing any more show now. <laughs> well, there, uh, it, uh, there has been new Tropical Freeze, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze footage. Oh, no one cares. We want a Pokemon game. <laughs> I know. I know. Actually, I, I do intend to get that Donkey Kong Country game. I've never played it. so uh, uh, I spat on my screen there. Uh- <laughs> 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 right well thank you for listening everybody to our gaming news show such as it was bit by bit eked out over skype like Thanks, over Microsoft. hot coals yeah damn it was difficult but nevertheless we got it out that's what i told the judge mm-hmm. uh thank you for everybody who entered our competition which i probably announced the winner of at the beginning of the show and to that person well done indeed Thank you for retweeting us and sharing our posts. Please, everybody, continue to retweet us and share our, our social media posts. It does help other people discover our podcast, which is kind of the point of doing it. Um, and we'll have another competition soon. I'm just not buying a PS4 and Xbox One game every week because I'm not fucking loaded, you know. And if I could do that, I'd be buying them for me. So, you could you could start raffling off some of those really annoying Xbox 360 games. I'm talking do. about yeah Xbox um, games. What I what I intend to do is get some freebies from companies to do as giveaways because companies are always up for that sort of thing. Or, I I'm not going to lie. It did cross my mind this week to fire off a quick message to Ubisoft. I think we should. I, I do a gaming news podcast. <laughs> I think we should be firing off lots of emails to lots of places, 
but that's a discussion for another time. Right now is the end of the show, and probably no one's listening anyway. So bye bye, everybody. We'll be back next week. I am worried. This show, I feel, is putting in jeopardy my goal of getting to 10,000 tweets with under 100 followers. <laughs>